With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Simply Pray. This is Prophetess Rhonda Hammett. And we welcome you to our weekly prayer call. Thanking God once again for waking us up this morning, always. Um, it is still chilly outside. It's April, <laughs> just to give you my weather cast. God is awesome. God is so great, and I'm so excited, and I hope you are, about um, today's prayer call. Just about living, if I can say that, just about living. When I woke up this morning, I was just like, God, I'm so excited about life and just where we're going and just some great, great things. God is just awesome and um, just talking to me all the time. Um and I just love them, just love them. You know that song, that's why I love them like I do. I remember that song. And um, I fell in love with that song because that's why I love them like I do. I'm not a singer, but I really love the Lord. Amen. Okay, let's talk today. Um, I just want to recap because today is has something to do with last week. So last week we talked about the awe of God and uh, having the awe of God and being um, – so surprised, that's how I described it, when Jesus, um, the word, when Jesus went to go heal Lazarus and how he woke up to all of God, and it took us to so many scriptures about the fear of God and admiration for God and love for God. And so if you didn't hear last week's um, prayer call, please go back and listen to it. But we are going to kind of pick back up because when I talked about last week's call, I talked about having the all of God, his awesomeness, reverence. Those are some reverential. And the fear of God, and not the fear that um, I compared it to. When we hear this, that there's 365 scriptures in the Bible about fear, not so much that that, that kind of fear, not timidity, timidity, that kind of fear. I'm talking about the fear of God. And so when I looked at that, with getting ready for last week, I I found so many scriptures. It was just like the fear of God will bring knowledge. The fear of God will bring um, so many things. And I was just like, goodness, that takes us to a whole other place because in that it unlocks some things that we've been asking God for, the fear of God, right? The, and the other word is reverence. Or this word, respect. This word, respect of God, right? So when I was preparing for this um, this week, I want to give you some scriptures, but I want to tell you um, just some things that I noticed about the respect. And it came up so many times with my children as we were talking in multiple conversations. Uh, I think three of them, and one of them is not my child, but he's just here all the time, so he's my child. He's the fourth child. But all of them had, we all had different conversations, and they all used that word, that respect, the respect. And so um, when I was getting ready for this prayer call, I want to tell you um, just a little observation that I made. So I have my father, right? And my grandmother is still living. My father and my grandmother. My father and my grandmother. If I can give you um, just relatable so you can see it. Uh, my father and my grandmother are very, very close. My father is the oldest, just like I'm the oldest. And uh, what I notice about my father is that he has um, very high esteem for my grandmother. And so, and it's so much, it's so much so that it's very noticeable. And so my father um, makes sure that your grandmother gets out the car. Um, you make sure that you call your grandmother and you say such and such. This is the respect that he has teached us, us over the years, and we bring that to our kids too. So Easter, Easter, she came out the car and everything, and we had to make sure that grandma was okay. Grandma's in the house. We make sure that she's okay. When grandma leaves, everybody makes sure that grandma eats and they make plates. When grandma leaves, um, we make sure that she gets in the car and my dad drives her. I'm not exactly sure if he took her and drove behind her because she's still able to drive. Took her all the way home or he, he gets her out to the main highway and makes sure. My dad has such um, respect for his mother that it's very noticeable. And we even talked about it in our household, that the way that my, my father 
he treats her, his mother, is very noticeable. I wanted to bring that to you today because it's of respect. I believe that my dad has very high esteem, very high reverence, and very high respect for my grandmother. You, you're not going to talk to her any kind of way. You're not going to say anything. He, he has respect. And even when we were talking about certain things, when I was talking to my son, we talked about certain things that you don't even do in front of your parents, right? When you have respect, and I asked them, this is a random conversation we got into um, this week about respect, and it was just like right going into here, and he's like, you know, certain things you wouldn't even just do. Like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even do something like that. And I said, I know. Remember, we had this conversation, and I talked about that, and I said because there's certain things that I wouldn't even do. Now I'm just going to admit this to you. You know, when we were growing up, and sometimes you um, experimented with, you know, alcohol and things like that. And so we grew up, and at, at that time, and we're not so proud of it. But my dad said, you know, at that time when we were raised that he would rather you um, just, it was cooler, you know, the cooler cooler drinks. He would rather you drink in front of him than you'd be out on the road and, you know, get into trouble. And I remember that, but I was t- explaining to my son this week that I, I had so much respect for him that I couldn't even drink in front of him because I just looked at my dad like I just can't do that in front of him. And so this brings me to today, and I have so many examples of just respect. You know how, like, you have your parents and there's just certain things. You don't curse in front of them. You know, you make sure that they're okay. Certain conversations you just don't have for them because you just have high respect. I don't know um, if if that's your um, upbringing, but that's our upbringing. And so, and there's a lot of people that way that they just have really high esteem. We should for your parents because you honor your mother and your father, they, the long, your days will be long, right? And that's just um, manners and it's just respect that we were, we were brought up into. And so when I thought about that, I also know that my father spends a lot of time with my grandmother, like on Sundays. So Sundays he goes to church, and then my grandmother goes to church, and then he goes and he stops at home, and I'm telling you all, all his, his stuff. And sometimes we stop over his house first, and just go check on him, and then he goes and he drives and he goes, and he sits up with my grandmother, and he talks with her. And when I think about that, there are some things about my grandmother that I know only my dad knows, because I know this about him, because when I talk to him, uh, he tells us all of these stories. My dad has stories just like we do. We get that storytelling gift from him. We just have stories to tell, right? But I, I, I know when I thought about this prayer call this week that he has stories about my grandmother that we don't even know. He spends a lot of time with her. He talks to her. He knows things about her. My grandmother is very regal, very um, just, just she's just she's just very uh, just a very classy woman, just very classy and um, of age and just taking care of herself and just doing really really great. And so she's a really regal, classy woman, and there's some things that she shows strength. She exudes strength. And I've seen her um, go through some difficult things, and yet you never see her, you just never see her go down. You know, you don't see her go down. And so when I thought about my dad and I said, okay, he's the oldest and he's with her a lot, he probably knows some things about my grandmother that we don't even know. And so that brings me today about the fear of God because I, I want to say that this is a heart check. Um, another one of these heart check calls, um, some things to make you think about where you are with God. When we are in relationship with God, right, and someone, even while I was getting ready for this, someone must have the fear of God in such a way that I probably should call him and find out. Um, but there's a designer of a clothing line, and it's called the fear of God. No giving him um, endorsements or anything like that. But I was just like, wow, that's interesting. And he would name uh, a whole clothing line, the fear of God. Of course, if you Google it, you would find it. And so um, I know that there's a story behind it. The fear of God is reverence, right? Let me give you the definition of reverence, respect of God, just so you know um, that. And then I'm going to just give you some scriptures, and then we're going to pray. I want to get you to a place um, where we talked about the awe of God last week and then reverence. Reverence is deep respect for someone or something, Um, rituals honor, reverence, and then we talk about the reverence of the dead, but this is right now we're talking about respect of the living, and there's a verb regard or treat with deep respect, and many divine beings reverence. Okay, so we want to go over to 
a couple of scriptures that are really going to make you um, get excited, I hope. <laughs> Psalms 29 and 2, ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in holy array. This one I want to give you, um, I want to talk a little bit, and then I'll give you the scripture, and then we'll get into prayer. But when I, went, when I thought about this respect of God, um, what I think is that you don't have a tangible presence, but yet you know that he's there. And so when I think about um, the respect that we have for our parents or someone, our pastors or teachers, I was talking to someone when I was handing out books this week, and they were talking about their teacher and how they just went big and see them a text and uh, found out that some things are going on with the teacher, but the respect that you have for people that have sown into your life, but you don't see God, you don't see a tangible person that you could just go hit and just get to know them. But I want to explain to you today or or um, urge you today that we always bring you back to relationship with God. And so when you are in relationship with God, there are some things that you just won't do. There are some things you just won't do. And then there's um, cultivating the relationship in which there's some things that you will stop doing. And so today I want to talk about the respect of God, the fear of God, because fear and respect go in the same thing. When it says the fear of God brings knowledge, the fear of God um, brings all of these different things. Well, when you get into those those things right there, there's some things that you're saying, God, there's more of you, there's more about you that I don't even know. And that comes with relationship with God. We always use the scripture on this prayer call, if I draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to me. That is so true because if I can just tell you this week in prayer and talking to God in consistent communion, uh, the word is quantumia, uh, even as we went out to dinner last night and then the Lord gave me that, that word while we were sitting there. Um, when you're in constant relationship with God, he's always talking to you. And I listened to a teaching that I want to even delve in more about the ways that you hear from God, how he talks to you, how he urges you, how you, you come in his presence and just say, God, I hear you. What is it that you want to talk about? And, and there's some um, things that God will reveal to you, his mysteries, because that comes with relationship. That also comes with he can trust you with the things that he has going on. He can trust you about the things in your family. He can trust you about things going on from an intersective, inter- intercession perspective, about the things going on in the community, world events, different things. But that comes with a relationship, a relationship. You keep going and, and talking and respect. And and um, giving over to God, He draws nigh to you. He, it's this relationship where He's like, my daughter is there, and you are like, Abba, Father, I am here. So the respect of God, the respect of God. <clears throat> so I think back over my life, and there are some things that people even notice about me. You don't do this, and you don't do this, and you don't do this, and you don't do that. And this is a thing that has, um, again, I've cultivated a relationship. And so as I grow close to God, in all that he has, and especially there's some things that God has told me about my life where um, I am in awe with him in the words that he said over my life, the prophetic words that he said over my life. If God has called me to that place, then there are some things that I must do in the midst of getting to that place. So there's this reverence that I have for God, respect that I have for God, fear, respect that I have for God, and there are some things where the Lord is with me and, and, um, and he's talking to me. And I have to change up. And I talk about it sometimes. Some TV shows you just can't watch. Some things you just can't watch. Some conversations you just can't be a part of. And so even as I, I sit here, I just was reminded where um, the respect of God, where we don't realize that he is with us all the time, right? Holy Spirit is with us. God is with us, walking with us, talking with us. Even as I'm doing this prayer call in my car, I am sitting here, and there's this empty seat next to me. I am always thinking to myself, I'm never alone. I'm never alone because the Lord is always with me. So if he's always with me, then that, wouldn't that um, present the respect that I must give the Lord because he's always with me. He sees everything. He knows everything. He knows everything about my life every day when I wake up, how I struggle. This morning, how I was like, Lord, this week has just beat me up and and I am exhausted, but how I said, Lord, let's get on this call and let's pray this morning. Let's go and do it. Because, you know, we are in covenant relationship. Contractual agreement is the word that I got before I got on this, this call this morning. Contractual agreement. It's a contract. Lord, I'm, we're going to get on here. We're going to, I'm going to get up on, at 7 o'clock in the morning. And some days I may not get on here because of birthdays. 
something like that, but this is my time that I allocate to talk to the Lord and to just give a message of encouragement at the same time. Amen. And so when we think about the fear of God, there are some places that I hope when you listen to this call that you're saying that there are places that I just um, don't want to do anymore because it's the respect of God, right? Because God is with you all the time. And so when you think about that, when I started off this prayer call and I gave you the illustration of my father and my grandmother and, and you and your parents or you and your grandparents or me and my neighbor, my neighbor is an elder, there's just some conversations that I wouldn't even have in front of certain people because it's just the respect that I have for them. And that's just my, my upbringing. But when you think about that relative to your relationship with God and your relationship with God is even grander than that, you would have this fear of God that some things you just wouldn't do anymore. Some things you just like you you already are wrestling with them because the enemy is presenting this option and the God and God is already telling me like telling you, daughter, you're better than that. You're already presented with these options. You have to make a decision, well what do you want to do? And here it is, you're presented with this lesson today, last week was the all of God, the fear of God. Fear of God is this respect where I come into relationship with him. And I'm like, God, I just don't want to do this anymore. And even if I struggle with it, Lord, can you help me in this area where I struggle with? But that you want to get in front of God, that you want to respect him, that you want to be in relationship with him, that you don't want it to be a barrier. You know, um, the scripture that says he gives good gifts to his children. Or even when you think about that, when you go to your father and you've been um, – um, I don't want to talk about so much of your behavior um, on this prayer call, but there's some things that you can just go to God about where there's no barriers because you have respect, not all of this sinful thing that these sinful things that are in front of you. So it is a heart check. It is a, uh, a check on some things this morning about what do you have in front of you that you're just like, I'm just not respecting God. And I get it because um, as we as we wake up in relationship with God, I'm talking to him all the time. And sometimes you may think, wow, she's really having a conversation when I'm going to the bathroom and I'm talking to God. I walk through the house and I'm talking to God. Just because I don't see him, I know that he's there. You can feel his presence. You know you acknowledge him in all your ways, in all your ways. That means getting up. That means going to work. That means, you know, going out to the post office. All of those things, you acknowledge him in all your ways. And so God is always with you. So I want to give you respect. I have a couple of scriptures about respect for God's character. And the first one I gave you is Psalms 29 and 2. And it says, ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in holy array. This is my favorite here. And you can see how um, serious this is. In Exodus 23, 20 through 21, behold, I'm going to send an angel before you to guard you along the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Be on your guard before him and obey his voice. Do not be rebellious toward him, for he will not pardon your transgressions, in other words, for sin, since my name is in him. And then I want to go down to... uh, Exodus 3, 5, and 6, and this is Moses. This is Moses in the beginning of the times. We all seen the Ten Commandments. And when I read the scripture last night, I was like, see the fear of God. Then he said, do not come near me. Remove your sandals from your feet. For the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said also, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And then Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. See, even Moses is talking to God the entire time, and you know he goes up and down with the burning bush, and he tells him to take off his his sandals because this is holy ground. I can imagine in that in that reference right there, there is so much. There's all again, the all of um, whoa, this is this is this is way more whoa. You know, that's all I got. It is like whoa and wow and all of that. The, the God is so awesome and He's bigger. Than anything that you can even imagine. And sometimes, if I can just be totally blunt, we are um, in, in the United States and we have so much privilege given to us. So much privilege given to us. We don't have to rely on um, total prayer, total praise, because we have a health care system. And other countries have and face so many different things and, and have so many, have so much loss and um, 
and, and, and meager beings, that we have so much privilege to us in the United States that we don't even see half of the miracles that go on. And so there is this, this um, I guess, a standing still place where um, if you don't see the miracles of God, then maybe you 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 just miss it and you're not giving the reverence or the fear of God. You know how when you go and someone goes and gets prayer at, at, at the altar and, and this miracle happens? You remember that when we were um, younger and used to just see miracles of God or, or um, someone's life completely changed or we went to deliverance services and somebody was delivered and, and just all these different things. There was this, the only way I can explain the awe of God and then we talk about the fear of God. The all of God for me is my eyebrows go up because I'm like, whoa, that is, whoa, that is so um, awesome. And I can't even believe that that happened to me, the all. So when you see these miracles and deliverance um, growing up, those things that you, you um, used to see, that's the all of God. But in here, in Exodus 3, he said, and then he said, do not even come near me. Remove your sandals from your feet for this place on which you are standing is holy ground. And mind you, Moses was talking to God the whole time, leading him and helping him lead the Israelites out. But it was this moment, this place of distinction, this place of, this place of, um, I call it, what do you call it, a notch on your timeline? Praise Jesus. Remember you used to do timelines when you were in school and you had to go back? You never, you, you never thought that that was going to be relevant to anything that comes back in a prayer call later. Um, you're, you're not on your timeline. This is one of those notches on your timeline that has so much revelant, um, uh, revelation and purpose in his life that it's like, this is like, wow. And then he says, and then Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look at God. All of that power. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, uh, was it yes? Not yesterday. I've been telling my son and my husband this. I said, "Do you know?" I listened to this um, teaching, and I want to share it with you guys. And then we're going to go into prayer. Um, but even with this, it gives me another respect for God. Please hear me um, when I when I share this with you because it's my all. I am in so much all with God because as I keep opening up the Word. And keep on praying. Thank you, God. I find so much out, and he gives me so many grand things. That's all I can say is grand. They're big. They're huge things um, in my life. And and so it makes me look like it makes me look at whatever's going on around me right now just as insignificant to the things that the Lord shows me or talks to me about in prayer. You understand what I'm saying? When you even get on this prayer call this morning and you hear him say contractual agreement before a prayer call, he's always talking to me in these um, symbols and these parables and these mysteries, and I have to go and dig deeper and find out what are we talking about this thing. And he, and, and I'm such on a, I'm, um, I'm on an adventure. I'm on a quest with God. And so I have this, um, I have this reverential fear. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I have this reverential respect because there's so much about what's going on around me that I have no idea. It's almost as if if you um, watch The Matrix and they take the blue and the red pill, everybody's seen The Matrix, and you find out that what's going on has nothing to do with the reality of the whole situation. There's nothing in what you see. And so let me go back to, um, I've been sharing with Al and, and Sage. I said, I got on this teaching because the Lord keeps speaking to me different things this week, right, and it takes me to this place, and it takes me to this place. And I wound up on this um, profound prophet who's no longer here, and I always ask the question, Lord, when you, when you take one of those um, great, great prophets home, who carries their mantle? Because this is a, such a heavy mantle. He talks about how he passed away and how the Lord took him to heaven, um, but, he, you know, he allowed him to come back, um, and now he really is deceased. But he talked about the praise in heaven and how everything, this thing tears me up. He says everything in heaven praises God. Everything praises God. And I, and I got so deep with it. I, I said, so, I'm, uh, oh, my gosh. I got so deep with it that I said, Sage, you hear this every morning. And, and after you leave this prayer call, you'll, you'll pay attention to it. He says in heaven, everything praises God. The birds sing to God. The water sings to God, and that's where I just lost it because I'm like, the water, everything gives praise to God. 
And he talks about in, in heaven how we don't even have to communicate with words, how we already know um, what we need to say, and then it's just said to the person. When we got to the birds, I, I explained to my son, Sage, Sage, you hear that. You hear it every morning. You hear the birds. If you pay attention, I have a woodpecker in the back of my house, and he's tearing up this tree. But when the spring, when the spring um, comes in, and even though we're in spring right now, it's so chilly, but on those spring mornings, you can hear these birds. And the birds are singing. Sometimes they, um, I used to laugh and say, oh, it doesn't sound like he's saying, Ronda, Ronda, Ronda. <laughs> or he would say certain things, I say he. And so there's these little songs that the birds sing in the morning. I know you hear them. And so um, the birds don't have to worry about anything. So I wonder, I always wonder, I wonder, do they wake up in the morning just like us at 7 o'clock on Saturday and just give God praise? And that's their conversation. They could be talking to their little fellow birdies. Or are they saying, God, we thank you for just another day. Pay attention to it when you, the next time, when you open your door up and you'll hear the birds singing. But we just wanted to let you know about the fear of God. I started off the call with the relatives or giving you um, an example of my, my father and my grandmother and that relationship and how he has respect for my grandmother. There's some things he will not say. I know it because I watch them and I comb back over their relationship. It's so, so, so deep. My, grandfa- my, my grandfather uh, passed away in 2005. And it was as if my daddy would stepped up the more the respect that he has for my grandmother. Just some conversations that he won't even have, some things that he won't even do in front of my grandmother. But I know if I asked him, because I, I didn't ask him. I, I talked to him this week about laminating paper. <laughs> um, but I want to ask him, Dad, there's some things about grandma you know that we don't even know. And I bet you he would say yes. I bet you he would have to think about it in such reverence. And so I want you to think about that today, the respect that that um that you would have for God, right? And that you don't miss it, that you don't just comb over it. And and we always talk about relationship on this prayer call. That you would get to such a place that you would um again walk with God and talk with him and about every situation and all that way to get um lean not on lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him, right? In every situation, whether you go to the hospital, the grocery store, when you're constant communication, or should I eat this, should I do this, should I do this? And it seems, um, you know, maybe crazy to you because you're like, God is not there, but he is there. He's there and he's um, omniscient, ever-present, every place that you go, always caring and concerned and loving you so much that he wants to care about everything that goes on. I heard, um, and I said it this week a lot too, and maybe that's the vein that we're in, but I heard Prophet Stacey this week, he's the apple, um, you're the apple of his eye. And I keep saying the same thing this week, you're the apple of his eye. And when you come to that place of your relationship with God, there's this fear of God. It's the same thing in relationships where there's some things you're just not going to do. You love your husband so much, and I didn't want to use the relationship with man and woman, wife, that relationship. But there's so much that you, um, that so much love that you have even in that relationship. I wanted to do father, um, mother and son, father and son. There's so many, so much respect that you have for your husband, wife, that there's some things that you won't even do in the relationship because of respect that you have for your relationship. And so when you think about that, think about that today, that there's some things that you have going on that you're like, God, I got to give this thing up. Um, there's some things that you've been toiling with back and forth, and you're like, okay, God, and he's nudging you. It's time for you to, to, you know, be done with it. The Lord is calling me into a deeper time of prayer, a longer time of prayer, more studying. I know it. This week I dreamt that I was in this library, in this book after book after book. He keeps giving me books and books and books and bringing you into a new place with him. Why would he, and he doesn't just talk to me that way. You have to pay attention to how the Lord is speaking to you and what he's saying to you and not, again, just keep nudging it. I want to give you the scripture again, um, my, one of my favorites. It's Exodus 3, 5, and 6. And then the Lord said, do not come near me. Remove your sandals from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He also, um, he said also, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And then Moses hid his face. And for he was afraid to look at God. Even if you hold on to this today, he's the God of you, the God of your parents. Um, and that 
sometimes I always said when I first started this prayer call that I had to get to know God, not on the strength of my mother. She's no longer here. But I had to get to know God in myself, right? And even, yes, Jesus, as I, yes, Jesus, as I keep on going in God, thank you, God. I'm going to get right, go right into prayer. Um, even as I, um, I am a parent, yes, I am a parent with a responsibility. And even as I say that, I had to get to know the Lord on my own accord. My responsibility is to, to, um, make sure that my children do the same. And so I'm always talking to them about you need to, you need to get to know God and talk to Him and go further in Him because um, they have such destiny and purpose on their life that we have to make sure that the same things, the same drive, the same pursuit that we have for God, that we make sure that we um, show that to our children so that they can go after Him too because it just doesn't stop with us. Amen. Prayer is legacy. There's legacy in prayer. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us today. We had so many more scriptures. If you just go and look for um, even Joshua 1, 7, and 8, and um, Proverbs 30, 5, and 6, every word of God is tested. He is healed. If you can put star 6 on, um, he is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, or he will reprove you and you will be proved a liar. Um, And there's so many scriptures about the fear of God, but as you walk away today, think about those places in which God has been speaking to you, Um, that that nudging of just coming into a different place with him, that you fear God, that you respect him, the relationships, the the examples I have, relationships that you have with parents, there are some things that you just won't do in front of your leaders, in front of your pastor. Always ask them, (laughs) I asked my children one time, I asked them a real question. I said, so um, would you still do this? Like, what would happen today if our pastor would come to the house? Would you still do this? You know what I mean? Would you still? And, and they looked at me, but I was like, I have to give those them these examples that this, if this is my house and there's just certain things that you just don't do in our house, it's because it's, this house is I give to God. It's been given to God. It's been given to me through God, so it's a reverence, and then we respect God. Amen. So I want to go into prayer. We thank God this morning uh, for just his awesomeness and the fear of God that you, I hope that maybe you'll go back and listen to this and just know um, the place in which um, we're coming from, but it's that respect. Last week we talked about the awe of God and how um, we are just so amazed at him, and it took us to the fear of God, and the fear of God um, brings forth so many different um, blessings. It brings forth knowledge and wisdom and understanding and long life. And so that when we fear God, we we have a relationship with God where there's some things that we're just not going to get involved in. You know, when we think, and I always think about this in my um, state, New Jersey is one of the states that um, deals with addiction. And so when we get into this place that if our people, you know, if we, if, if, if we would just humble ourselves and just pray, then we would stop depending on all of these manufactured substances. And that if we feared God, that we would get in front of him and just say, God, what is it that you want me to do with this life? Because I do know on a daily basis, because I'm out here living it too, that life can be very hard. And there's so many people going to different things coping because we just can't cope with life. And so when we think about that, there's this fear of God where we just say, God, this is the thing I just don't want to do anymore. There's a standard because there's such a standard with God. Amen. And so we just wanted to um, share that with you today that hopefully you'll go back if you came late and just listen to it and think about the fear of God. Not so much that you would be um, fearful, but the, the, the fear of God is the respect. Where you see Moses is like, I had, like he had to take off his shoes because this is holy ground. And when you think about just some of the stories in which they come in front of the presence of God, and when you come in your house of God and there's this worship, there's this fear of God, but even your spirit, thank you, Jesus. Just, I don't know about you, but when I get into worship, it says this, my spirit automatically, and I used to pay attention to it when I was younger, my spirit, my Holy Spirit within me almost inside of me. You know when you go to praise God and then you just you you begin to bend. Yes. You begin to bend. You raise your hands but you begin to bend because there's this reverence because I believe your Holy Spirit 
gives God reverence and it just wants to bend over and, and get in front of God because it's worship. That I, you know, when you, um, and you go into different countries and they bend, that, that's how they give reverence. They get on their knees and they, they bend or, or some countries they copy. Um, in front, that's the reverence that they give. It's your Holy Spirit already does that. That's for me. That I get up and I just bend over because I worship Him. Because I can't even stand up in His presence and I can't see Him. Right? I can't even see Him until we leave this place. But my spirit gives Him reverence because I know that I'm in front of Him and there's some things that happen inside of me when I'm in His presence. God, we just want to thank you this morning. Lord God, we thank you and honor you for this prayer today. God, we get up, Lord God, and as we said, we struggled this morning, but we so honor you and we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for this week of revelation, God, divine encounters. Yes, God, divine encounters of just wisdom, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are saturating us just in new levels, Lord God, and new anointing, and we so bless you today. God, we cover this prayer line like never before, Lord God, all the people that are online that are in Simply Eagle, Lord God, those that are on this prayer line today, God, that we ask you today, Lord God, to give them supernatural blessings, Lord God, that, God, that you would do something for them, Lord God, that they could not do for themselves, and that they would know that it was you and only you. I love those testimonies, God, where this is like, oh, only God could have done this. And so, God, we give you reverence today. God, we thank you for your word, Lord God, and giving us another re- revelation of you, Lord God, that if we draw close to you, God, you draw close. Um, not to us, Lord God, that, God, if we get next to you, Lord God, your word said that you, um, in the groaning, in our travail, that the Holy Spirit, and there's mysteries that are um, being birthed, Lord God, and so we thank you today, God, for our prayer life. We put our prayer life on the altar today, Lord God, that if we have been staying away from you, Lord God, because I know it, because that sin separates us, Lord God, and there's some things in our life, Lord God, that separate us from you. Lord God, that we ask you today to help us to repent of those things, God, anything that is not like you, Lord God, we just cast them down right now in the name of Jesus, God, and we come before you, Lord God, and we come fresh and new, Lord God, that we decide to start all over again. And today the word was reverence, Lord God, fear, the fear of you, Lord God, that we come in your presence today, Lord God, just offering you our sacrifices of praise, Lord God, and prayer today, Lord God, that we come today, Lord God, with just our heart, Lord God, fully in front of you, Lord Jesus. And even, Lord God, oh, Jesus, as I um, sit and just even think, Lord God, that we would come before you in prayer and just carry. There's so many times your word just says, be still. In, in Psalms 46, it says, be still and know that I am God. And so, God, we know that you are God, Lord God. We know that you are, you're the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob, Lord God. You're the God of us, our parents, Lord God, our children. Thank you, Jesus. You're the God of all of us, Lord God. So we have to um, rest that we know that you, the trust that we have in you, that we know that you have all things worked out, Lord God, because all things work together for the good of those that are loved and that are called according to his purpose. Lord God, we so thank you, Lord God, because some trust in chariots, Lord God, but we trust in you, Lord God. We give you our all today, Lord God. We come before you, praising you, Lord God, worshiping you, Lord God, asking you, God, to give us more of you, Lord Jesus, that if we have stayed far away, God, bring us into right relationship with you, that we not stay back, that we not draw back, God, that we come close to you, God, that we stay in pursuit, Lord God, that we keep on praying, Lord God, and that we keep on giving, um, giving in, Lord God, and not giving up. Lord God, we thank you, God, that we put our hands to the plow, Lord God. And, God, we run this race, Lord God, with assurance and confidence. The confidence, Lord God, in Joshua, you said be strong and courageous, Lord God, and do not be discouraged. And in this life, there are many things, Lord God, where we are discouraged, Lord God, dismayed, Lord God. Sometimes we feel like we're cast out and rejected. And, God, we bring that spirit in front of you today, Lord God, to let us know that instead of being rejected, God, that we are Accepted. We are accepted by you, Lord God, a pure and holy God, Lord God, that is mighty, Lord God, that your name is not matchless, Lord God. And, God, we just want to say thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise today, God. We thank you for prayer. Thank you for just revelation, God, divine revelation, God. Thank you that we are in covenant with you. 
Thank you, Jesus. Covenant with you. In covenant with you, right standing, God. Right standing and righteousness, Lord God. That a contractual agreement. Even as I see it when we sign um, papers, I was looking at those seals last night before we went to bed. You know, um, when you send out mail back in, in um, whatever century, 16th century, maybe, and they would send out the mail and they would put the seal on there and they would open it up and, 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 um, do it in such a way. Those contractual agreements, Lord God, God, in the, if, if that we are in, <clears throat> that we ask you, Lord God, to allow us to be um, rid of those contractual agreements, soul ties, Lord God, or things that are not like you, whatever agreements that today you are revealing, Lord God, about us, Lord God, get us out of of agreements that we need not be in, Lord God, if we're in a place of relationships or um, places or things, Lord God, get us out of those agreements, Lord God, where we just say, listen, our time is up, our time is to move on, and, and we have to go. But move us into a new place of contractual agreements, Lord God, where we get in right standing with you, Lord Jesus, where we are in front of you, Lord God, places that you have us to go business assignments that you have us to do, ministries that you have us to birth forth, Lord God, those contractual agreements, people that we are in agreement with, Lord God, that we are assigned to them to help them to get to another place in you, Lord God, those agreements, Lord God, God, let you seal the deal, Lord God, let you, that you would provide every resource that we need, Lord God, for going forward, Lord God, that nothing is held back, Lord God, that we move in the things of you. And so, God, we so praise you today, God, we give you honor today, God. I have been praying prayer even for my parents and my um parent and grandparent that that I even talked about today, God, that you would bless their households, that you would bless their homes, Lord God. And that's for every person, even on this prayer call today, that we pray for our parents, Lord God, our unsaved parents, God, our unsaved children, Jesus, our unsaved family, Lord God, that there's still some unsaved people out here that still need the gospel, that we would be the example, Lord God, raise us up, Lord God, that we would stop sitting down and that we would get up, Lord God, and we would be the examples to bring your people forward, Lord God. Some people would only see the Bible in our lives today. And so, oh God, we thank you, God. We pray blessings over our family, Lord God, over healing, Lord Jesus, as they are in and out of the hospital, Lord God. We thank you today how last week um, we were just with a person and the next day they had to get emergency surgery. I thank you, Jesus, that that things turned around, and it is good, Lord Jesus, that there was nothing that came out of it, Lord Jesus. In one moment, our life can change, Lord God, and we know that there's ebbs and flows, Lord God, but with you, we have all things, Lord God. We trust in you today like never before. God, we give you reverence, Lord Jesus. We give you honor, Lord God. We give you the praise, Lord Jesus, and we give you the uttermost praise, Lord Jesus, even if we don't even know what that looks like. We would open up our mouth and just say, God, help us to praise you the more. God, help us to be able to talk to you the more, Lord Jesus, with this uh, ability to be able to speak and just utter words to you, God. Help us to get into right relationship with you, Lord Jesus. Say, help us that we don't pull away from you, God, and that we get in front of you today, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this prayer, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the fear that we ascribe to it, Lord God. We ascribe to your worship, God, that we have to you, Lord Jesus, and that you would bring us higher. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for sacrifice, Lord God, and every sacrifice that we make, sacrificial offerings, God. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're bringing us into a new place, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for divine connections, Lord God. God, we thank you, Lord God, that your will be done in our life. Yes, Jesus, your will be done in our life forever and evermore. We thank you for all things in Jesus' name. Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you so much uh, for joining us for Simply Pray today. Hopefully you got something out of um, the message today about fear and reverence of God. We put the prayer call up in the prayer group. Do me a favor as we go forward. Um, if you're up in the morning, invite somebody to the prayer call. You just never know. Because um, as God speaks to us, it's, it's never, um, it's a different message all the time. Um, and God is just, I feel like in this season, doing a new thing. I feel like a fresh thing. I feel like a new thing. And I feel like um, of all. And I'm in all because you just never know um, what he's going to do. And he's always speaking and moving. And I'm and I'm so in love with God about that. We'll be back on next week at 7 o'clock um, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
I messed up um, a couple weeks ago about the prayer, I mean, the, the Simply Study. Simply Study will be on May 21st. That is the day for study. I said April 21st, which will be tomorrow. Um, that's because I just really didn't need it to be that soon. We needed a month to do that. But Monday night at 8.30, excuse me, we're reading a, a book by Jenny Allen. Um, it's about proving yourself and how you don't have to prove different things. And just I think it's going to take us into a place of just not overdoing and just doing what you need to do. You not comparing yourself, not worrying about whatever other people have going on. That you follow and focus on your true calling of God. That's what we want to do. That we want to get over all of this stuff. That we just want to do what God says to do in this time period. In this time period, because every day, I don't know about you, but I feel like since I've gone back to work, <clears throat> that the days are just moving. You start at 8.30, it's done at 5.30, you got some things that you get done, you're in the bed. I'm like, I just felt like I was in the bed. The next day, you just do it again, and you're like back in the bed, and I feel like I just was in the bed. And so time is moving, and if time is moving, we are, we get none of that back. And so we are called and have a destiny in God and a purpose in God. And so maybe we've set, I know, there's some times that I just sat there and checked out on the weekend and we were just talking about last night, Netflix and chilling, because we saw a really good movie last night. Sometimes you have Netflix and chilling, you haven't done anything that the Lord has told you to do. And so let's get into a place where we move into the purpose of God and that we get into what he's called us to do, because we want him to say, well done, that good and faithful servant. I heard a man say, he's going to ask you, did you love when you were here? And that, that stood out to me so much. Did you love while you were here? Hopefully that you love while you were here, but that you do and, and put your hand to the plow and do what God has called you to do. I have to go because <clears throat> I have some other things that I have on this calendar today that I pray that you guys have a blessed day, um, have an amazing day. Go with God. <clears throat> Remember that he walks with you every place that you go, that you can't just keep doing stuff and, and um, you know, there's consequences to the things that we do. And um, God is awesome. And so just remember that. And so hopefully you enjoyed today's prayer call. Go with God. Um, be strong. Be courageous. And keep on going with him. And um, don't look back. You guys be fit and be blessed. Until next week. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.